Hi everyone, welcome to Now Boarding, a new travel podcast by me, Payal Nair. This show aims at creating awareness about ecotourism, sustainable tourism, responsible travel, and a lot more. We will cover stories and journeys of people who are ecotourism specialists and those who are leaders in their field. We will also be talking to people who have had unique travel experiences, remarkable conceptual places to stay, unexplored cultures and ancient histories of various towns and cities around the world. Join me in this journey of knowing more about travel. Get inspired to see the world and discover your inner self. Hi everyone. Today I am in conversation with Cherish Manjuran. Cherish is the founder and CEO of Cherish Expeditions, and he's been curating transformative residencies, travel fellowship programs, and also impact expeditions. He's a change maker and very, very passionate um, as a climate advocate. Thank you so much for joining me today, Cherish. Thanks, Arman. Thank you for being uh, so uh, wonderful and uh, giving that beautiful introduction about <laughs> Thank you, Cherish. Okay, so let's um, kickstart the conversation. Um, just a little background on you. Um, that's you know, that's the first part of the question. And uh, and then how did Cherish Expeditions actually come about before we start talking about other things? Absolutely. So uh, I, I did my uh, post-graduation in uh, entrepreneurship and marketing from Sundas uh, Pune. And uh, just after my uh, PG, I, I realized that definitely I have to get into a working space and work for around six years with startups and corporates. Uh, while I worked with these organizations, I got a chance to explore the country, the length and breadth of the country. And uh, that's where uh, the first uh, identification of uh, the travel bug itching me came into a picture. Uh, but there was much more to that. When I look back at it today, so it was an experience in itself. While I worked for these organizations, I was uh, really looking at something meaningful that I could do. And uh, the places that I have been taken to during my travel, I stumbled upon this this experimental township named Oroville. Uh, Oroville is uh, a a tiny uh, 5,000 acre township in uh, Pondicherry, 11 kilometers from Pondicherry, where uh, you have people from across the globe for more than from more than 150 countries coming together and working on an alternative model of lifestyle. Uh, I was awestruck seeing the work that uh, was being done there, and uh, I was actually on a leisure trip uh, to Pondicherry while I stumbled upon the space. I, within, without uh, taking uh, a lot of time, I decided that I'll put my papers of where I'm working and start volunteering for the causes that I'm inclined towards or that I, that resonate to me. Uh, so at Auroville, I, I went, I visited multiple uh, communities who have been working on uh, sustainable living, community building, and uh, social work that really uh, made a lot of sense. Uh, 
and I uh, resonated to the work that has been done uh, by Oroville Village Action Group. I started working uh, or volunteering with them, uh, focusing on fundraising for causes uh, that supported uh, capacity building, uh, community building, uh, psychosocial activities, uh, to say a couple of causes that we worked closely were with uh, women uh, who went through domestic violence due to alcoholism in the houses, uh, getting help. Uh, and that really struck a chord in me, uh, where we uh, figured that there should be an alternate model of uh, education. There should be an alternative model of support system. There should be an alternative model of uh, help and uh, bringing in uh, awareness into what is happening in the rural uh, localities, not just across India, but across the world. There has been multiple uh, global issues uh, that has been knocking on our doors, which we take it for granted, thinking that we have another planet, uh, which made me uh, start something of my own. I realized that I had to upskill. I had to uh, research, learn, bring in multiple stakeholders, multiple uh, like-minded and people who think different into one platform and work on creating an impact. Uh, I realized that there is something called a personal transformation that is working on yourself first, and then you go back to the communities or the ecology around. So I started uh, getting a couple of knowledge partners together, understanding and identifying problems, and uh, announced a fellowship program where aspiring change makers or eco-warriors get to apply for an identified problem and come with the support of uh, uh, mentors and organizations, local NGOs, uh, along with local communities, work on a, a sustainable solution by traveling responsibly. That is the concept and that is how the Birth of Cherish Expeditions was. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So um, other than the, so that's your travel fellowship program, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you also uh, curate transformative residencies. So what uh, does that entail? Right. So uh, two of the co-pillars uh, out of a couple of them uh, to say for cherish expeditions would be one is definitely personal growth and transformation. Yeah. And the second one is impact. Uh, so the personal growth and transformation is where the, the residency comes into place. Uh, okay. As I said, when I started traveling uh, through the uh, latitudes and longitudes of the a country and otherwise, I realized that once you tap into yourself, once you understand who you are, is when you start connecting with the other people and the environment around you. Yeah. Uh, so the whole concept of well-being, the whole concept of uh, understanding what is your intuition, the intention to do certain work or deep work, all these things were processes when I broke it down. And there has been toolkits and mindsets that has been identified, which is not there in the traditional education system. Yeah. So 
I try to bring in uh, residencies and it is a product of the pandemic when I figured out that the community of travelers who has been the conscious uh, individuals who has been traveling with us across who couldn't travel anymore uh, wanted to do some meaningful work and also wanted to ground themselves we brought in a residency a wellness uh, eco retreat you can call it where we take uh, invited 35 uh individuals who wants to come under one roof where we all work on certain uh mindsets and toolkits like say relationship psychology uh, subconscious reprogramming shamanic breath work meditation uh aqua yoga and a couple of unique uh therapeutic activities that focuses on tapping into your intuition and connecting with your tribe so that's Atmium. We call it Atmium uh, Wellness Retreat. And uh, we are at the third edition of Atmium this December. Wow, that's amazing. And how long is the program for, the residency for? We started it as a day's program. Then uh, right now it's two nights and three days, like a weekend. Okay, yeah, okay. Yes. okay. interesting. So, um, so yeah, so just moving away a little bit from Cherish Expeditions um, and um, just trying to get, because obviously you've done a lot of exploration, as you yourself said, and that's what um, kind of developed within you this, um, this concern uh, for communities and for the environment so and, and then that's how you know it eventually led to you setting up cherish expedition so just um wanted to get like an understanding from you about what does ecotourism mean to you um individually right ecotourism is simply going to a place where you travel mindfully and leave the place and the people there in a better way, keeping its own natural beauty. That's ecotourism. Okay, and um, and so so I guess you've answered um, the question that I was going to ask you about how ecotourism benefits um, the economy of. Um, and how it benefits communities. So have you, with uh, Cherish Expeditions, have you actually um, seen an impact? Um, you know, because you said that uh, you're, I guess, through Cherish Expeditions, you do, um, you know, travel to different parts of the country. So um, has it impacted in your mind, um, the like has there been an improvement of certain communities um, that you've been a part of, or has it improved the economy of the area in in any way? Absolutely. Uh, so to give you uh, an idea, uh, I'll just pick up one of our expeditions, uh, climate change mitigation expedition was uh, one of our uh, travel projects that we did uh, in 2021 during the pandemic. And uh, we were fortunate that we could pull it off with a lot of uh, support from uh, the Kerala Tourism, Responsible Tourism Mission of Kerala. Uh, what we did 
was identifying a problem uh, which is the depletion of fishery resources in the vembanad lake in alappi in kerala uh, which is the longest apparently the longest lake in india and uh, this was identified by a local ngo named ashoka trust for research in ecology and environment uh, and we as a bunch of aspiring eco warriors uh, along with the support of uh, other organizations uh, we traveled to this location uh, had a, a, ba- a research a market research a basic research about what's going on there identifying the problem and uh, understood that building something called a fish sanctuary will be the solution to this a fish sanctuary is nothing but a safe space for fishes to breathe it can be something like a coral reef or a that, um, isn't uh, isn't that area i mean the fact that it's a lake and the fact that there is a lot of fish there um the fishing industry or the fishermen the local fishermen that would probably have been their livelihood exactly so, so the the depletion of the fishery resources happened it directly impacted uh, negatively on the the local livelihoods so the whole impact campaign worked on uplifting the local livelihoods uh, we could definitely uh, bring in the the local community together and plant the fish sanctuaries diving along with the local community sourcing the products from the local communities which also gained an economic growth to the local community as they are also buying from them as well as there's a environmental impact that we could address in another 3 months after the expedition uh, once we did a research along with our knowledge partner atri ashoka trust we understood that uh, there were more number of uh, reptiles who feed on these fishes Oh. around the area of the sanctuary that we built like frogs and say uh, lake snakes and uh, and a couple of fishes that we were trying to identify the number of them had also gone up so we figured out that we could socially economically and environmentally create an impact and uplift local livelihoods that's interesting yeah so i was going to ask uh, why was the depletion was it because of human intervention but clearly you've answered that exactly. by you know exactly. by that is, that is one of the main reasons that we could identify overfishing uh, was one of the major reasons uh, that so uh, whenever there was uh, the birth of the uh, fishes so trawling is banned but still there was a lot of overfishing that was happening at that area and we could run a campaign Uh, of awareness as i said along with responsible tourism mission kerala uh, to educate the local fishermen community of which are the times that they shouldn't be fishing so that we can avoid this problem later on to add on or we also got support from uh, tata motors uh, we traveled uh, with uh, their electric vehicles nexon evs uh, so that our carbon footprint was also justified that we didn't travel burning fossil fuels so it was a campaign by itself and it also uh, contributed to the sustainable development goal by the united nations unsdg 13 climate action and unsdg 15 life below water okay interesting 
This episode of Now Boarding a Travel and Tourism podcast is supported by Podcast Melting Pot Collection, which is an inspiring podcast series covering journeys of culturally diverse and passionate individuals. And it also envisions to be a leading platform for motivational storytelling that inspires listeners from all walks of life. So, um, so you think that um, the Kerala government is because it seems like uh, you're directly involved with um, bringing about uh, change and creating an impact in the state of Kerala, right? Or have you are you also involved in other parts of, of the country? We have we have done uh, projects in Rajasthan. We have done projects in uh, say even we have projects happening in Andaman. So we are not uh, focused on just one locality, but we definitely focus on the idea of sustainable travel. So we want to travel to a place not just for a day, do something for the namesake and come back, but we stay there for long longer term, uh, go back to the uh, the local communities, and then come back and check on the impact that we have created. Uh, a couple of other locations that we have worked on, we have also been working on uh, vanishing art forms and uh, existing tribes and uh, working on heritage and conservation of uh, uh, culture and uh, localities. Wow, interesting. So it sort of um, seems to cover the entire spectrum. Um, I mean, it's, it's you know, if you're also looking at um, uh, the, the dying art forms, you're looking at culture, you're looking at community, you're looking at uh, the ecology. Um, so I think that's, that's pretty commendable um, because all of it, it, it does, um, it, you know, it does make a difference. So every component I think is, is equally important. Um, yeah, and the fact that you've addressed that and the fact that you're actually, um, you know, trying to use knowledge partners to help in uh, making a difference and creating an impact. And what I also um, heard when you, you know, you said that you go back to make sure that it is actually whatever um, work that you have done um, is not temporary, but it's being followed through. So I think that also is extremely important. And um, and uh, it's it's interesting, you know, your your journey from being in the corporate world to um, actually moving away and creating and and being um, conscious and aware at such a young age and trying to bring in this change, I think um, is, is extremely commendable. So um, really going to pat you for that. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, Cherish, tell me some of the challenges um, that are faced by ecotourism in India. Yes, more of a conscious uh, generation of travelers, uh, but do you, looking at the earlier usages of uh, the terms of travel, uh, you go to a place and you start polluting the place, right? It's not just as uh, 
minimal to throwing plastic or throwing away whatever is not used but also uh over tourism going too much to mm-hmm. a specific location disturbing the existing habitats yeah uh, these are all huge challenges making the indigenous tribes or the local communities to relocate in terms of they mentioning development that's a huge challenge i feel that you are you are harming the existing you're causing a, a chaos in the whole existing cycle in terms of uh, not visiting off beaten paths but going there and going to uh, mainly the overpopulated areas and taking natural resources as souvenirs like i i i've literally heard people taking starfish so a coral reef a piece of coral reef or really, shells yeah and natural resources as souvenirs are are, are definitely disrupting you're you're taking a a, a home uh, of and uh, and another another being to your space which doesn't help just disrupts the environment so i think these are uh, a major chunk of challenges also the co2 the carbon Uh, emissions that you don't uh, which doesn't hit you which doesn't strike you until it knocks on your door and say that you have to wear an oxygen mask to walk around from now on right so uh, thinking of the mediums that you have to travel uh, this is also a huge challenge the number of flights the drives that you do you can you can definitely use multiple other mediums to overcome all these uh, challenges and do you think enough is being done i really think that there has been a, a huge shift especially after covid there has been an awakening uh, there has been policies which are uh, practical to implement which has come into picture but to be honest if we look at on an individual rate i think enough is not done not at mm-hmm. all it's not the uh, responsibility of just the government to implement policies and bring in the whole idea of implementing 3 years and reuse and recycle you know that it's it shouldn't be just theory it should be us yeah. understanding that switching on the lights will have uh, greenhouse emissions so you need to just switch it off as yeah. simple as that you need to throw off the littlest yeah water that you open it ultimately the waste water that goes to the oceans right so in each and every way we humans are polluting which we are uh, not conscious but it's there in the subconscious i think that should be activated and start working towards on an individual rate so that it's a collective yeah uh, impact for the betterment of humanity and the planet yeah no totally i understand that i mean that's that's the whole purpose of uh, you know my show now boarding is to have collective voices um who are doing such um interesting innovative and uh, who are completely people who are passionate you know and who have a vision and a goal and they're working towards it and if i can use a platform like now boarding to bring this whole collective together and their voices can be heard um across the globe i think 
um, to, to my mind, I am also in a very, very minuscule way because I'm not on ground, you know, but I think through voices, uh, which is a very powerful medium as well. Um, if something like this can be communicated, I think, I, I believe that I am also contributing. So, um, absolutely. absolutely commendable to be honest, Pai. Uh, once I got to know your work, I really feel that uh, it is also important for people to make use of technology, which is the best medium to reach out to millions, right? So if I have a vision of touching million lives, my uh, uh, methodology of reaching them is through the grassroots on ground. And this might take, say, uh, another five years or seven years or 10 years. But for you, it might be through one podcast which you touch a million lives. And that one minute can be the biggest takeaways of their life. So I think it's, it's really commendable and uh, kudos to your work. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, and kudos to what you're doing as well, because, you know, uh, I mean, I can just, um, I I'm just talking to you sitting in the comfort of my office and, um, and having a conversation. But for you, you're actually, like you mentioned, um, you know, you're there on ground at the grassroots level, um, facing all those different challenges, um, which can be frustrating, but at the same time, um, the more you have that goal, uh, you know, the, the, the more the drive and the passion to actually achieve it. So I think, um, it's it's a lot lot of hard work and um, and it's it's small steps. I mean, you said that um, for you, like you just mentioned that you know your um, you may it may take five years, but I think it's the small steps that actually add up, and and then it just becomes something so um, so big and so impactful and meaningful. So, um, what are some of, um, you know, your next, uh, steps and next goals that, um, you've been working on and you've set yourself up with? Right. So, uh, to be honest, the pandemic, uh, was one of the, uh, biggest revelation for us. Uh, being a travel first company uh, but we could pull off more than uh, three projects during the pandemic making sure that the travelers are safe and the communities that we visited are also safe yeah keep all the uh, constraints but we could pull it off we have bigger visions now we want to work on uh, impacting lives one day at a time but identifying problems which are really alarming. Like, for example, uh, one reason for all the natural disasters that's happening across the globe is because of the construction that's happened, right? There's no space for wind because there's, there are concrete buildings, there are skyscrapers, water to flow, uh, sand is being mined, etc., etc. So we, with the help of a bunch of architects, and I recently traveled to uh, Bali, uh, Indonesia, to do a research on how we can bring in certain kind of building sustainable and alternative climate responsive designed buildings using alternative model of 
buildings like say use bamboo or mm. earthen pots and a couple of other uh, uh, variety of uh, materials and build alternative huts uh, we are trying to connect with institutions and a couple of organizations to make this happen where uh, people who are really inclined towards coming and making a difference if they cannot pay for the basic costs we are looking at making it a fellowship where organizations can support and sponsor 20 individuals to come design build alternative huts and contribute the build structure for a public purpose in a local community so that's one of the most exciting upcoming and programs. so have you identified the communities we have identified one community okay. in, uh, in kerala uh, we are still uh, looking out doing our research uh, understanding which are the places that really need support maybe it's a bus stop or maybe it's a shelter maybe it's a toilet uh, so we working on understanding how can we bring in elements of composting how can we bring in elements of uh, sustainable travel throughout and get the right kind of uh stakeholders and identify the the right community which needs immediate addressing in a vulnerable hotspot uh, across the globe that's one one of the exciting pro- projects we also do have a uh, uh, andaman in andamans we are doing a coral reef restoration where we'll be training a bunch of 20 uh, eco warriors who would like to dive and work on the restoration and adaptation of the coral reefs which in turn uh, help in the uh, work against the whole climate crisis excellent that's amazing um good luck uh, to you cherish and thank you for sharing um you know such amazing work that you've been doing and sharing it with me and in turn sharing it with my listeners and viewers and i'm sure somewhere you know someone listening will probably even reach out to you um because i think the belief um and the direction that you've taken is so important um and um and I, and i'm sure um uh, there will be enough stakeholders who will want to um get involved so thank you so much and before we sign off um is there anything any anything that you would like to share with um me and the listeners and the viewers to as as a wrap up note so uh let me start with it's it's really an honor such a privilege uh and i feel like you said the for the minuscule of the work that we do uh more than recognition or even acknowledgement it's it's the littlest of the the, the smiles that we get from the community once they see the first world being lit in a, a location when where there's no electricity or a listener who reaches out back and says that hey uh, i would unconditionally like to just uh, come and support this community these are the littlest uh, things that we uh, hope from any of uh, such platforms or talks and those are the biggest takeaways that we have when it comes from uh, miles apart where we couldn't have reached out but 
uh, could reach out because of you. So it's such a privilege and uh, honor. Thank you so much uh, expressing my uh, deepest gratitude, Pyle. Thank you, um, thank you, Cherish. Um, so is there a is there a link or a you know website that people can reach out to you through? Absolutely. So uh, I'm active on LinkedIn. You can search for Cherish Manuran. Uh, even the website. Uh, cherishexpeditions.com www.cherishexpeditions.com you can find uh, some of the work that we have done uh, I would say uh, reach out to us on Instagram uh, Cherish Expeditions is the handle and we are more active there uh, if there is any kind of information that you require any clarifications anything in terms of collaborations or anything that you would like to reach out to us just, just come and say hi Great, great. Thank you so much, Cherish. I, I appreciate um, this conversation and it's been a lot of fun talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. It takes a lot of hard work and commitment by me and my team to bring these meaningful conversations to you week after week. If you're enjoying our podcasts, do write in reviews, follow and subscribe. It encourages us to continue with our mission of creating a community. I also have a very small request. There is another way of supporting. A one-time donation from you will greatly, greatly, greatly help. You can reach out on our Instagram pages, Podcast Melting Pot and now boarding.podcast. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Now Boarding, a travel podcast. Check out other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And of course, don't forget to share your thoughts with us. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes only on Now Boarding, a travel podcast. <laughs>